Happy Easter, my intentional mom friends. This is Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, and I'm coming to you from my home. I'm guessing you're listening from your home because that's what we're all doing right now. Pretty much globally, the entire world is focused with their family on helping one another to remain healthy during this pandemic. And this is a very, very special week. It is the week when those of us who follow Christ as our Lord, we get to focus on Him and thank Him for who He is in our life. Um, you know, you see all of the things that fill my life with busyness and excitement and worry and pressure and happy moments too, none of it matters to me in comparison to doing all I can to help my children and my grandchildren walk in personal relationship with our Savior. Jesus is my heartbeat and my meaning in life. In my early years, Christ may have seemed more of an obligation than a friend to me, but throughout the years, He has been my guide, my provider, my comforter, my healer, both the healer of my body and of my heart, and of relationships, of family relationships. He has been the master artist of my family, designing a masterpiece that far exceeds what I could have asked or imagined. Not every day did it seem like a masterpiece. In fact, there were there have been times and seasons where our family has looked hopeless to me. And yet the God of the universe who designed my family steps in and he shows me, he said, Val, I've been here all along. I've been carrying you. I've been sustaining you. I've been providing for you. And I have been working things all together for the good of your family. And you can trust me. And this week, we get to celebrate that Savior. We get to celebrate the fact that he loves us that much. Easter or Resurrection Sunday is many Christ followers have begun calling it, is one of the greatest opportunities of the year to refocus as a family on the one who deserves all of our attention year-round. And so that's what this week is about. I have an Easter blog that you can get on my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com, and just get on the blog section and I'll have the Easter one as the main one this week on there. And it's got some ideas for you, but I'm just going to share one. This one is super simple and every family can do it. And it takes hardly any preparation at all. And that's family communion. What family communion looks like for me today is different than what it did most of our years, because now I have this set of goblets that was passed down from my grandma. Each of these goblets has this etched picture of a different disciple on it. And that is just so special to me that I get to pass on a special heritage moment with them like that. But before these goblets were mine, we would use a simple cup and plate to share communion as a family, to pray together, to remember how much God loves us, that he would send his son and to bond together as God's masterpiece in the making as a family as well. Having communion as a family can be done with whatever you have on hand. Some crackers and some juice works great. I'm going to share in the podcast notes a link to a short little three tips for teaching your children about communion from Jelly Telly. 
Uh, so it's good and simple. But moms, may God bless you and your family this resurrection weekend as you pray together, worship together, bond together as your family becomes God's masterpiece in the making. Now, moms, I know all of you have lots of different life stuff going on. Some of it is pretty big right now, whether it's job loss or you're unsure of income or you've got you're dealing with sickness or death or uncertainty or overwhelmed. I know there's a lot. So what we're doing today is we're looking at just some quick ideas for just a minute from one of our listeners, Debbie, and then we're going to be looking at how to parent in crisis time. And it's just a very simple system for those times when you're not up to being the big intentional mom who's got it all together and or is even attempting to have it all together. You just need to survive and you need to help keep your kids going in the midst of, of you being in crisis. And so that's what I'm going to share today is a simple plan for mom when you're in crisis, how to parent in crisis. So uh, I look forward to these minutes with you guys today. And above all, I just want to wish you and your family a happy Easter. Love you all. Let's get started. So one of our listeners, Debbie, actually shared some ideas that I thought were so good. She said that the listeners might like to hear some of these ideas for while you're all dealing with this isolation, this parenting in the pandemic stuff that we have going on. So One of her ideas, write your grandparents an email or letter, draw them a picture or write a story to send to a cousin or distant friends, or, and I loved this idea, start a story and have them add some and have them send it back to you. And that would be super fun for kids to do in email or text or messenger. She suggested making a prayer wall list or even better, add pictures of people your family will pray for regularly. Also, this was a great idea that Debbie had, create a game. So give them a theme, something to learn about science or math or English, and and then um, give them some materials and let them go. Now, Emma recently did this in her history co-op class. They took the game Life, and they remade it based on, it was early American history, and I want to say kind of the wagon train era, or it might have been the Civil War or the Revolutionary War. I can't really remember right now, and um, she's not in here with me to answer that. But anyway, they had a good time making that. This is a good idea from Debbie also that you guys can do to pass the time. Read books out loud or listen to audiobooks, and then put on skits about them. Your kids could put on skits. They could play charades. Here's one more idea that she had, and I really loved this one. Our family so is going to do this sometime. I'll share the link to it. And it is about making your own clue game. And so this link was really about a birthday party at the time, but you could do this anytime. Sounds super fun. They went through and took pictures of each room and they got a weapon for each room. And then all of their family members were all of the different characters in the clue game. It sounds really fun. So I'll share that link as well. So Rebecca shared that her most difficult thing is juggling work. We both are still working, trying to keep family safe, be there for my kids, 
And now having to finish teaching my oldest the rest of the school year, I work in the medical field. So that alone is stressful enough during this time with everything else. So first of all, Rebecca and to all of the medical professionals right now, I just want to thank you for being on the front lines for all of us and the sacrifices that this requires personally, as well as the sacrifices that you and your family are making for you to be able to keep going to work and taking care of others. I just want to thank you guys and our hearts and our prayers go out to you. Parenting in crisis, a mom's survival plan is what I want to share right now. And hopefully something in it will be helpful to Rebecca or to any of you who are dealing with this or at some point when you might be in a different crisis. And the first thing is speak up. I hope you won't hold back with those you know, letting them know you're struggling. There are probably several who would want to help. As a community, we do want to be carrying some of the load of those around us in ways that they can't and in ways that we can, such as um, some of the people that might be struggling is working parents who both parents are working and, and their kids are home right now during this isolation time, single moms, a loss of income, um, being sick and isolated, being lonely and isolated. These are all some of the needs that are going on all around us. And we want to be caring about those people. But if you are one of those people, speak up. Don't rob people the blessing of being a blessing. Now, I pray that God will rise up people to help you when you speak up. And I'm just, I want you to know that I'm praying for you and the intentional mom community is praying for you. Secondly, number one is speak up. Number two, make a list. Now, this list is just an ongoing list. It's not a let's sit down right now and think of everything that's on your plate, because generally that's not how our minds work. Now, maybe you can start that way by, you know, sitting down and starting a list, but know that it's a list that's going to be constantly added to. Think of it as you're putting your brain on paper. And by doing that, it is relieving a load. Just that alone reduces some burden by knowing that no longer do you have to carry it all in your head. It's on paper now. When you're making a to-do list like this, you might want to review some of my old podcasts where I really deal with this more in depth, the time-saving strategies for busy moms. But when you're making a to-do list, you're going to delegate some, you're going to do some, as in you can't delegate it, it's got to be you. You're going to leave some undone, as in accept that not everything's going to get done and that is okay. And then you're also going to dump some things. There's some things that we just have to be realistic about and realize, yeah, that's a great ideal, but that can't be in my life right now. This is a time of crisis and I need to be realistic and I've got to dump that part of my to-do list. So delegate, do, leave undone and dump. Those are the four different ways that you can assign those different things. Now, Number three, so we've, we've speak up is number one. Number two, make a list. Number three, be honest with your kids. If they're old enough, let them know what you're going through. Show them the to-do list and let them help you delegate, do, leave undone and dump. Now, let me, let me just interject right here for a second. When I say, let your kids know what you're going through, I don't mean transfer the burden to them. You're the adult, you're the parent, and they're not. And they shouldn't 
partner with you in the burden, but they can partner with you in the brainstorming of solutions and a game plan. You see, if they're involved in this and recognizing, realizing what level of magnitude a mom to-do list is, then they're going to have some compassion on you and be willing to step up to the plate more. Get them involved and delegate, do, undone, and dump. You will be teaching them, this is how we handle life. Life is full of a lot of responsibilities. How do we handle them? We make a list. We're realistic about our list. We recognize we can't do it all ourselves and we need to delegate. We weigh whether something is important and valuable enough and and a high enough priority that it should remain on our list or not. These are skills our kids need anyway. So let them participate in figuring out how that to-do list becomes less stressful for you as a family. They may surprise you with their willingness to help and their ingenuity in problem solving and They'll also be more on board with the solution when they've helped to create the plan. We've done three of the steps of parenting in crisis, a mom's survival plan. Number one is speak up. Number two, make a list. Number three, be honest with your kids, your family, get them involved in the plan. Number four, write out the entire plan. Make the expectations very clear. What's expected of each family member? This reduces how much nagging falls on you. And it also takes the emotional burden of all of those obligations off of your shoulders as well. Let the chart become the nag, like I mentioned earlier. Save your words for what matters most. Trusting God, loving each other, speaking truth over their lives, over your own life, over the situation. Truth comes from the word of God. And and if you feel too in crisis and stressed and weak to have your own words being able to say truth, then turn on scripture. There's Bible apps. version Bible app is awesome. Just turn it on. Turn on Christian radio. The word of God is where truth comes from. And so get that as a a higher priority instead of you just having to verbalize the schedule and the plan all the time to the kids. When you get it in writing, then you don't have to say it all the time and your words get to have more value to them. Number five, oxygen mask goes on yourself first. And you all already know this, that you need to rest, you need nutrition, you need margin, and you need time with the Heavenly Father. Not out of obligation, time with God. No, but time with Him because He has spiritual nourishment for your soul. But finally, what kids need most? I've talked before about our kids' hierarchy of needs leading to their daily life and their long-term life of living in God's will for them. It's a hierarchy of needs for a child's life to, to get to God's will. Okay, they're God's will daily, God's will for their life long term. And the lowest rung on that hierarchy of needs, the first rung, like if you think of it as a ladder, the first rung is safety and physical needs. That's what you've got to meet with your kids first. When you're in a time of crisis, you might not be able to get to the math facts and, and you know, um, amazing, in-depth, awesome growth time with them, but you got to get to the safety and physical needs. 
The next rung of the ladder is love and justice. Providing love to them and providing justice to them. Not letting them get away with things, not letting other people get away with things against them, even if it's just sibling rivalry stuff. So the first rung of the ladder, safety and physical needs. The second rung, love and justice. The third rung, God's truth of who God is and who they are because he made them. The next rung is discovering their unique designs. There's anyway, I'm not going to go into depth about the higher levels because what I really want to point out here, which I've, I've gone over those on former podcasts, but today what I'm just trying to help you know is when you're in crisis and you can hardly think you got to start with the most basic needs of your kids and that's safety and physical needs and then love and justice and God's truth. Okay. So if you aren't able to do those things, you got to get help. All right. So those, those six steps again are speak up, make a list, a to-do list. Number three, be honest and share that list with your family and so that they can productively help you. They're not the parent and they shouldn't have to be burdened by it, but they can be helpful with it. And number four, get the plan written out. And so now we've made a plan and we've got a, a schedule and a plan. Let's get it on paper. And then number five, the oxygen mask goes on you. Make sure that you have rest and nutrition and margin and that you're getting quality time with the heavenly father because he has spiritual nourishment for your soul. And number six, your kids, what they need most, safety and physical needs, love and justice needs, God's truth. There's higher rungs on that ladder, but that's not what we're getting into today. And then finally, moms, if you are working moms and you want to share some ideas of what helps you during a stressful time, then I would love for you to share with us on the Facebook group also, because I made this mom's survival plan that I shared, but I know you guys have great ideas too. And God has been faithful to you guys. And he's been faithful, partly along with your faithfulness to him. And so what are some things you did that have really worked for you? I'd love for you to share that. It's my privilege to spend time with you every Monday on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. Be sure to get on my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com and sign up to receive the weekly email from me. And that email contains this podcast inside a blog post. You're going to get an email and the email is going to contain a blog post and you click on it. And inside that is the podcast and blog post. So be sure you're signed up to receive that on my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com. If this podcast is helpful to you, I would be so honored if you would share it with friends and leave me a review. And I'd also just love your feedback. Tell me how I can do better. Tell me what's been a blessing to you. Tell me what questions you have, some follow-up questions on any of these topics. God bless you during this time. May the peace of God surpass all your understanding as you look to him for your strength. See you next Monday.